0: This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. I'm addicted to
1: marijuana.
0: Is that it? And crystal meth. Anything else?
1: And crack. Okay. All right, a 60-year-old guy named Alan Burnett got caught with some drugs on Thursday night. He was wearing a bright purple shirt that said, I'm too good for drugs.
2: Ooh. Oh, that's uh, too whack for crack.
1: Uh, Right. She was like... Uh, Crack is whack. Crack is whack. Crack's too cheap for me. (laughs) Crack is whack, but you got any? (laughs) He got arrested for meth near his home in Asheville, Alabama. Charge him with uh, possession of meth and drug paraphernalia. Still in the I'm too good for drugs shirt when his mugshot was taken. I know. I love it. Um, Thank God for the smoking gun. I love that website. And it's like fancy, too. And by the way, none of you are too good for drugs.
2: Well, I like the, the font.
1: I know, right?
2: He doesn't look druggy. He I doesn't, know. He doesn't look like a hood. Right. He looks like an insurance salesman. Well. That's what they all look like before the, the crack is waxed starts.
0: Gee.
1: So So, uh, is that irony or no? Oh, sure. Isn't it on a, Don't cheat. That acoustic Alana sounds incredible yeah. in my sound system from AMS. Thank you, Paul. Wasn't there a thing? Uh,
0: <laughs> 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 not
2: there a thing that if you uh, wore the Dare shirt, you were
1: a, a, a pothead? Wasn't that the thing? Well, yeah, I mean there's many people that wore it in jest, but I'm sure there was a few squares out there that actually wore it because <laughs> But we did have two people um busted with the dare shirt for drugs yeah. just last year alone. Oh, okay. And and okay. that's the only the ones we seen.
2: Right. That's what I thought.
1: Saint Yeah.
2: How did that work out, that dare campaign?
1: It taught us how to do drugs.
2: Was that the uh, Nancy Reagan thing, or was uh-huh, that? Yeah. Was that hers? Uh huh. Dare to stay off drugs. <laughs> drugs are really excellent. Oh, okay. Thanks, Nancy. <laughs> Let's
1: like see that. here.
2: It's like a now the podheads wear it like a work shirt.
1: <laughs> oh like, yeah, dude. Like a
2: uniform, done.
1: Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um Three reasons why the Dare program failed. Oh, here we go. Uh, Founded in 1983, do- drug abuse resistance education was a byproduct of Nancy Reagan's Just Say No campaign. Just say no to the drug that the government created in order to enslave the black people even more. Oops, that was out loud. Uh, so, DARE was a hallmark of public education. At its peak in the early 90s, DARE was implemented in 75% of schools and cost taxpayers estimated $600 million to $750 million a year. Uh, DARE did not work. There's a number of reasons why the D.A.R.E. program failed. One contributing factor is the social context in which it was created in the 80s, the war on drugs hysteria was rampaging through the American psyche via paranoid media coverage.
2: What if, what if you're just poor and it was, happened to be a free shirt? Don't judge.
1: Uh, D.A.R.E. was introduced to school-aged children by police officers rather than substance abuse prevention specialists. Yes. As such, the curriculum tended to focus on punitive consequences versus rehab education. Oh. Uh, Along with zero-tolerance mantra, i just say no. Some experts claim that the presence of uniformed armed police actually made the program more adversarial than educational, especially for children who had police-involved experiences outside the classroom. Um, Politics played a large role in the assumed success, the ultimate failure of the D.A.R.E. program. From TV ads to bumper stickers to large-scale events, the D.A.R.E. program presented a facade of success for years. There you go. Policymakers and politicians, as well as stakeholders who profited from selling D.A.R.E.'s curriculum We're fast to dismiss questions of DARE's program's efficiency. In fact, a 1994 study conducted by the National Institute of Justice, the independent research arm of the DOJ, was a major point of controversy. The Department of Justice, which gave federal grants to DARE, ordered a large-scale report to be conducted by the Research Triangle Institute, the most prestigious research organization of its kind. After analyzing large amounts of metadata that showed DARE simply did not work, DARE actually resorted to legal action in an attempt to squelch the report.
0: Oh
1: wow! Wow! Oh my God! And so
2: you tell some the kids something's bad for you? Of course, what's the kids want to do? Yeah, right? they just want to try it. it then be, they then yeah. they find out it's really not that bad, and uh,
0: <laughs>
1: boom. Uh, there's more on here, but whatever. Well, it's, if this ain't bad, I'll try something else. Oh my! Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Mm-hmm.
2: Oh boy! What a mess. Well, we didn't know back then, didn't we? We tried.
1: Well, they knew by 1993, but whatever. No. They're still doing the D.A.R.E. program, for Christ's sake.
2: Oh, yeah? Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. I might have a D.A.R.E. shirt. I feel like we gave...
1: What year was it? Oh, it was, it was 83. Oh, 83. Through, okay. okay. I, yeah, I, f-
2: I, I guess I missed that promotion.
1: Um, here we go. The D.A.R.E. program lost funding in 1998 and has since been replaced by the Keep It a Real program. There
0: it is.
2: <laughs> Keeping it real.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
2: listen, I, uh, uh, I'm i broke till Friday. Could you keep it
0: real and pass the dutchie? Dumbing down your smartphone. One podcast at a time. Listen, rate, and subscribe to the J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast. Get up with Johnny and D.
1: J.J.O. Hail damage. All the storms that have come around. Um, I don't know if you know any cats in a walk or not, but they've got crazy giant hail.
2: It's what Lizzie Hale should have called her band. Lizzie and the hail
1: damage. I, I think hail storms better.
2: Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Coffee break. Coffee break. Coffee break. <laughs> Tension's running high in the J.J. studio. We're already disagreeing on what Liz, Lizzie's band should be called. How do we go forward from this? Controversial.
1: I think everybody should take a coffee break before they get mad.
2: No kidding.
1: Um. All right. So anyway, all these different contractors are trying to get you to do different You know, roof repairs, da 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 da
2: Right after the hail, yes. Oh, yeah, Yeah, you know, they're they're everywhere. Relentless.
1: Yeah, and a lot of them are like, from what I've read and what I've heard from other people, like they just, they travel around looking for hailstorms and then seemingly like to rip people off. They don't do the work, correct? Some of them don't. Yeah. Um... But anyway, this story kind of reminded me of all these people going through that crap in the EconoWalk Lake Mills area here. PC oh, wow. two. Woo-hoo.
2: Guys got a future.
1: Um. Okay. So our family and I came home to find that a contractor had removed their entire roof. <laughs> um. They obviously did not want their roof removed. So here's the homeowner, Jessica. Talk about what a nightmare it's been and how the problem hasn't even been remedied yet. My daughter came home from school to find that people were removing the roof of our house. It was a mistake. It should have been fixed, but no one will do it.
2: I, I think you just, I think you said a I
1: did. <laughs> I don't even know. Make me giggle. <laughs> Half asleep. Uh, yeah, local family. This is a few days ago, so even longer. Been living without a roof for 20 days. So
2: they didn't take... Uh, they just took the material off. What was the material?
1: It was... it's Oh, I need an update. Here, look. Oh, it's... Me, they, they, uh, they done be tarped. Let
2: me, let me show you. Oh, you just got tarped.
1: Yeah, so they got a blue tarp.
2: Uh, well, they... Uh, it wouldn't take like the down to the rafters i mean that's really weird i mean i get it that's for waterproofing i understand that but that's really strange and then uh and then he just left
1: uh their house is now covered in tarp with no explanation except a letter (laughs) left by the contractor which says there was some miscommunication (laughs) and they were sent to the wrong address She understands that people mess up, but now no one's taking blame for the issue.
2: Good luck trying to find us. We don't exist. Oh,
1: my God. Wow. Uh, It was a mistake, a very costly mistake. It should have been fixed. Uh, Dr. Roofing, LLC, told the family their insurance would handle it. The claims uh, the family has tried to file with the company's insurance have been denied. Good. In the latest letter. How is that possible? In the latest letter, they say the policy issued to DR Roofing contains an exclusion for property damage arising out of an open roof condition.
2: I wouldn't have had an open roof if the assholes wouldn't have taken it. That's called destruction of property.
1: Um, Recent rainstorms have made the issue worse. Water has now seeped into the home and parts of the floor had to be removed. Wow. There's also lingering water damage to the carpet and drywall. Yeah, this is effed up. Mainly affecting the kids' room. Kids don't want to sleep up there because it's a moldy smell. That's not good. Uh, Bids from other companies to redo their roof are coming in at over 70 thou. They're worried about their kids' health. They have five kids, Jesus. And how long they'll go living without a roof they never wanted to be removed. Hey,
2: call us! Hey, give us a call here at the Jabroni Roof Removal Company. We'll uh,
1: just—we won't even
2: need an appointment. We'll just show up and uh, take your roof with
1: us. They're asking if anyone has advice <laughs> on what to do and how to deal with an issue like this. They've contacted the attorney generals uh, as well as the Better Business Bureau, starting to meet with lawyers. Yeah. Uh,
2: well, I don't know if I'd want them. Well, maybe. I guess they did a pretty good job taking the roof off. goes to figure they put a roof on pretty good. Oh. They put it back on.
1: We'll never find out, John. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's the weirdest story ever. Oh, dude. Just come home and your roof's gone. Right. And there's a note.
1: Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, dude. Wrong address. When, um, when we got our windows done, the crew showed up to the house and- one guy, he must have been hungover or something. I don't know. But I guess he got out of the back of the van was looking pretty sleepy, and he wandered into the neighbor's house because he thought that was the house they were doing. Yeah. And then she called the cops, and it was a whole thing.
2: I wonder how far they got before they realized they were on the wrong house.
1: They got the whole damn roof off.
2: Yeah. Then maybe they want to uh, tell the owner that they were done, and they'd be back tomorrow to put the roof on. Then they're like, oh, shoot, that's a, I'm supposed to be a seven, not a nine.
1: And here we go. Yeah. That's
2: that's amazing that somebody's not in jail.
1: Yeah. If and you, where are they? Idaho. Yeah. Where's the roofing guy at? He's around the area. Okay. So, but yeah, you I mean, stole, just you, be you, careful. You stole. You done stole my roof. I stole my roof. That's a that's a crime. Well, and it was a metal roof. A metal roof. So did he scrap it? Why the hell would you take a metal roof off? That's Well, so they to, thought they were supposed to, I don't, that's, what, as the contractor, wouldn't you be like, this is weird?
2: You think? You know? Metal roof, that's the, that's the, that's the coup de gras, that's the roof, <coughs> the top dog, the creme de la creme, the imperial stout of roofs. Uh, that is so weird. Yeah. Now, if I took, a, it's a, It would be the same. Say I went over to a guy's house and I took his Harley, right? And then I go, oh, oh, sorry, I was uh, supposed to go to the dealership to get that Harley, but I accidentally took it anyway. wrong to go, address. Wrong address. Sorry, it's Mill Pond Road, <laughs> not Mill Street. But uh,
1: I do this all the time. <laughs> anyways, you uh, think I learned by that?
2: I'm going to hold your Harley just in case until I until I make sure that I it's the wrong one.
1: <laughs> so. Over 20 days they've been without a roof.
2: That's amazing. I I mean, if I would have went home and found somebody taking my metal roof off, I would have put a slug in their ass.
1: It was already done gone. Yeah, they were gone. There wasn't nobody's ass to chew.
2: Boy, I I like a little ass to chew in the morning.
1: I hear you, buddy.
2: I love the smell of chewing ass in the morning.
1: Don't get me started on eating ass this early in the
2: morning.
1: Uh, Well, how do we help?
2: Is there a GoFundMe or something?
1: No, we don't have that yet. Save your money.
2: You call the roof company, and they're like, "Suck
1: it up." <laughs> no, oh, the, we'll put the tarp on. The, the great, the denial is my favorite, dude. Right. Um. What is, what the policy it? issued? Contains an exclusion for property damage arising out of an open roof condition. <laughs> I'm. I want the money because my roof is open. Right.
2: Well, what, what happened to doing the right thing? I thought that's it, cute. Initially, somebody had taken a roof because they didn't want to use it for scrap.
1: Well, that's and yeah, that was my first know.
2: guess when you started reading that.
1: Freaking meth heads in Idaho, dude. Isn't that where Kaczynski was hanging out in a cabin, Idaho?
2: Now, uh, now you got to pay the lawyer. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yep. Now I'm now I'm aggravated. I'm agitated
1: because mm-hmm. wow. that
2: that that bodes not well for the rest of us. Their
1: home is getting ruined.
2: I mean, somebody could come over and take my roof.
1: What are you going to do? You know, but you have cameras. That's the other thing. I have cameras in my house too. If a construction team rolls up, I'm going to get notifications. I'm going to be like, wait a minute, mm-hmm. right? That's a nice thing about having surveillance at the home. True that. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Come on, dude. You gotta well, fix. Well, it. Well,
2: if the contractor has to hire a team of lawyers, it would be easier just to go put the metal roof just back. Go fix just that. go put some roof. Put the roof. Now, when you tear a metal roof off,
1: yeah, what do you do?
2: Do you just wreak havoc and sh- and, and snip and tear and and detonate and pull off, or do you try to? We get it off in a uniform you roll it up right i don't know i mean how do you how do you take a a metal roof
1: i, d- I thought they were supposed to last for like 40 are years are they in long
2: long sheets as they run you know
1: holy
0: sheet down the uh slope of the roof
1: mm-hmm. i don't know
0: i don't know either you can learn a lot listening to podcasts.
1: Uh, did you know that the hottest chili pepper in the world is so hot it could kill you?
0: Or you can listen to this one. Bears can smell your menstruation.
1: I can smell your menstruation.
0: The J.J.O. Morning Show Podcast. Johnny and D, nowhere but J.J.O.
1: All right, uh, cop in northeast Oklahoma. Oklahoma tried to pull over a guy last Thursday. Not wearing a seatbelt. But dude took off. How'd your seatbelt ticket go?
2: Oh, uh, it's brutal.
1: Do you wear your seatbelt now?
2: 30 minutes, I'll never get my my life back. Um, Yeah, yeah, sure. I tried to give him cash on the spot, but... Um, so
1: you're lucky you didn't get more charges. He
2: didn't roll up. Well, he shot me. Oh. Shot me in the shoulder. Uh, but uh, I crawled away with mm-hmm. my pride bruised and bled out.
1: Diamond pressure. <laughs> Diamond pressure. <laughs> Time and pressure Um, Anyway It turns out this dude had a bunch of stolen stuff in his truck That was linked to two burglaries So that's why he didn't want to stop for a dang seatbelt ticket Yeah, that sucks driver was a 23-year-old His name is Wolf October Berry Awesome Right Florida got a high-speed chase It ended when he crashed But then he took off on foot They didn't find him at first He picked a pretty uh, unlikely hiding spot they ended up finding him hiding in a bunch of cow manure. Oh. I guess he'd been there for several hours by the time they found him. So he's got charges for eluding police, <laughs> running a roadblock. Possession of stolen property. He had a loaded gun in his car, too. So you know they tagged on possession of firearm while committing a felony.
2: be crawled to 500 yards of the foulest smelling cow manure I can't even imagine. Mm-hmm.
1: He looks a little off. Uh, Let me check it. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: uh, <laughs> it looks
1: like his parents might be related. <laughs> a, Are you getting that vibe? Blank stare. Mm-hmm. There yeah. ain't a lot of happening up there.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's still trying to figure stuff out. Mm-hmm. You, can, you can just see you know, a blank stare there.
1: Right. Not a lot of connections happening. Well, good luck, dude.
2: Yeah, I wear my seatbelt now. Put it, mostly because that stupid bell won't go off for 10 miles
1: right and that it's the right thing to do so uh Cause otherwise don't... when you go launching through the windshield our first responders don't particularly like cleaning those up
2: let's just say i didn't uh i fought the man for a while and then it clicked and now i wear my seat belt oh I'm gonna, yeah
1: i'm gonna shoot you now coffee break
2: Coffee break.
1: One for the seatbelt. Don't do that when I'm drinking coffee. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah. I, yeah, I was driving. Uh, <laughs> I know you've done this before. I was driving in this morning, uh, coming in, and I, I, I it was really weird. I got into this. Uh, I don't want to say trance. That's bad when you're driving. A trance is bad. <laughs> but I got into this. Uh, I like to look around when I drive. I'm, I'm quite the sightseer. When I drive around, just slow poke. I've got 20 cars behind me on 19 coming in from Windsor. I'm looking and I started looking at just how green everything is.
1: I was doing that yesterday. And,
2: uh, you know, the, 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 the corn's getting a little <laughs> taller now and you know, the, the, amber waves of rain and whatnot. And, uh, I'm driving, uh, through the country and I'm just looking at all the lush, how lush it is. And I came around that one corner there before I got up on 12 and I almost got T-boned by an oncoming 18 wheeler. Because I was looking at the amber waves of grain, and uh, yeah, I almost lost it there. And uh, it was my wake up call this morning. Yeah. So uh, be aware.
1: Yeah, I was doing the same thing because I mean it is—it's everything's so green right now, and it's—I just remember driving. Like Avery came to help me with chores one day on Friday, I think it was. And there's been we've driven that road a million times, right? And in the fall and in the winter when it, everything's fall. brown, uh, right. We'd always say we're like, I cannot wait until it's green again. I cannot stand looking yeah, at all this it's, brown it's, all the time. It's
2: hypnotic.
1: Yeah, and so now that it's here, I'm just like, oh. I
2: yeah, I just I could stare at it for hours, like an it, like a like an idiot.
1: It's why I can never live in like Arizona or Utah. Yeah. Or, oh yeah, or the moon. I just can't or the moon. Yeah. I don't know. There's something rejuvenating invigorating about
2: it it's just magical to me <laughs> to see the colors change <laughs> as i drive from lake windsor to middleton
1: i have it you gotta put me up on <laughs> Oh <too. laughs>
2: forget it how's your uh, trip senator hmm? Oh, a nice trip. Yeah, very nice. Uh, we decided to drive down to see the seasons change.
0: Uh,
2: it was a long trip, though. Virginia, Kentucky. About well, 25 minutes for me.
0: Right. Georgia. It's just so magical to me to come from the north where it's cold to the south where it's warm. <laughs> See the tremendous differences from region to region in this incredible country of ours. (laughs) Replay today, the J.J.O. Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. J.J.O.
1: Now, occasionally the internet unites for good things. World Wide Web. Um, I'm having trouble thinking of a good thing now because (laughs) it seems to be such a snitch show, but here we go. There's an annual county fair called the Virginia Kentucky District Fair. Been around for over a century. Includes a lot of baking and cooking contests. The internet is trying to track down a woman named Linda Skeens. Linda She friggin' dominated this year. How so? A list of winners just went viral, and it's basically Linda's name over and over and over and over again.
2: Oh, she won all the cooking things?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. So. So uh she won uh it's we don't have time to list them all, but best cake, best pie, best brownies, best jelly, best jam, best applesauce, best apple butter butter. Oh my god, <laughs> apple butter. And then had that in fo- apple. Best pumpkin butter. That's good too. That pumpkin butter. Best sauerkraut, best spaghetti sauce, and her strawberry fudge won best overall baked good. Ah. Uh. She also plays first, second, and third in three baking categories. Jesus. Best cookies, best bread, and best candy. And for good measure, she swept all three in embroidery too. She's embroidering while it's baking. <sighs> she became an internet legend overnight. People want to see what she looks like. Of course. Oh. Well, how does nobody know her?
2: How does that how's that possible?
1: Right. Um, well, I mean, it is Virginia, Kentucky District Fair.
2: Does that mean it's big or tiny? could go either way. I,
1: I would assume she's an Appalachian person.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying.
1: from the Appalachians.
2: Uh, probably undercover Martha
1: Stewart. Uh, last we heard, she hasn't come forward yet, and the fair was struggling to find a picture. Hmm. Um. So another Virginia woman named Linda Skeens had to post on Facebook to be like, I'm not the Linda you're looking for. Because <laughs> people from all over are trying to get this Linda Skeens that they think is- was the winner. She's like a...
2: He's like a uh, 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 female version of the Soggy Bottom Boys. Yeah, nobody
1: knows who they are. I mean, this bitch got. It's the
2: Soggy Bottom Boys. Are These uh, Linda Skeens is hereby pardoned. pardon. Leonard Skeens? I'm going to change her name to Leonard Skeens. She's going to be my brain trust.
1: <laughs> oh my lord, we need one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hopefully we find Linda. Now people are assuming she's gonna be old grandma, but wouldn't it be like wicked cool she's totally if she's like a like, yeah. yeah yeah some Appalachian mountain cougar lady? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's
2: pretty badass. Linda Skeens. God, I hope we find Linda Skeens. I want her pumpkin pie recipe and what her jam, her jelly, and grape recipe.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: All
1: right. She's the jam
2: that holds the Appalachians together, dude.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> PC 2 <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the longest I, week of my life. I hope she gets in
2: front of a camera and has got like these, these, the weirdest political takes in the world as she goes live on the local tv station right joe biden and this goddamn gas screw that joe you can shove that grape jelly up your butt let's talk about gas
1: Epstein ate babies (laughs) yes oh my lord she's nutty but man can that bitch cook
2: (laughs) local legend total legend i love it dude what else did she win it Embroidery and what was what was oh, the food products? She
1: won a crap to I mean, so many. Here, I can go over. Oh my
2: God, she's
1: best overall canned vegetable, overall uh, canned tomato, she's pickled like- cucumber, <laughs> uh, non-cucumber pickled item, relish, um, overall jelly. Um, yeah, first, second, third embroidery. Where's she at over here? What if what if she's like a? third place for the wall hanging (laughs) for Uh, embroidered wall art no just like a wall hanging Uh, second and third place for Christmas decor um yeah cake pie cookie brownie bread first second and third place that bitch is gonna make me some bread (laughs) sweet bread then she got first second third for candy
2: isn't this how it is in a lot of
1: Canned beans, small. Not ca- county- one person winning everything. County
2: fairs, wouldn't you? Wouldn't canned
1: you- carrots. Yeah, but then I wonder.
2: Uh, we need to follow her around and do a documentary. I'd like to see her do all this stuff.
1: She's is a- she the only one that entered some of these can- categories?
2: Well, no. My 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 theory is she killed all the competitors. She's like the Smoky Mountain. She's probably like a, a murder suspect.
1: Chow, Chow. She. Corn relish. She, she
2: killed anybody that entered the, the corn, the cowboy corn. Canned
1: peaches, canned pears.
2: Yes. Grape jelly. She murdered him with a can of peaches.
1: Miscellaneous vegetable. Pickled peppers. Pickled beets. I'll be the judge you know, of that, Linda.
2: It might be one of those things where you just show up and you win just because by automatic. That's what I'm saying. Automatic.
1: Because yeah. some of these have first, second, and third right. place, and some of them just have right. the winner. Right. So then I wonder if she was just the only one that entered. Sure. And she just like dumped Del Monte canned corn into a jar. <laughs> you know what I mean?
2: <laughs> oh, I now I now now I wanna see I wanna know what this lady is. Well all see about.
1: now the internet's gonna turn on Linda if it turns out that she was the only one entered in a bunch. No well, way. Well that's not that's not her fault. Though. Dude, shut up. <laughs> The winner of the quilting category for Baby Blanket went to Anita Hands, which I think is funny. Oh. As well as the hand quilted quilt, Anita Hands. Stop it. Stop it. Well, I want to go to this fair. I don't think I've ever.
2: Uh, yeah, I guess I have. I I've, I think I've had homemade raspberry jelly. Fantastic. It's got more texture. Uh, Yeah, well... Oh, your alarm's going off. I know. What, what, what'd you set an appointment for?
1: Uh, That was my alarm for yesterday. Oh. Um, uh, yeah, I've had all kinds of homemade jelly and jam. You haven't... I have a... Do you want some? I have so much oh, I love, sure. and I never eat it. Sure. Take it. Who's that
2: jelly maker? Uh, I passed him going up to uh, Lucky's on Lake Wisco yesterday. They make uh, jelly out there at O'Kee. What, what are they called? I buy their stuff when I see it. I don't know. They're the jelly people at in O'Kee. Who is that up there? I don't sm- doubt. St- starts with an S. It's not Smothers. Uh, Smitty's. Smith- no.
1: Slack. Slacks. You son of a bitch. Yeah, they
2: make great jelly. I, I almost know. went down and said hello to Tom Slack, but I. Went to the bar instead.
1: Maybe I'll make. I have a bunch of rhubarb. Maybe I'll make some rhubarb jelly. Oof, gross. You're gross. Anyway,
2: then that would be better if Linda had a band and she was like the Linda and the banjo picking skeins or something. You know, played.
1: Well, the internet will turn on her if it if it. That she was the only one. Well, it's that not her entered. fault. I mean,
2: well, I know, but you know how these. I mean, it gets it gets very the minutiae of, of comp- competition at those things is just weird.
1: I always go in and look at all those projects. You know, I've and then there were some people at the Dane County Fair that actually had the recipe for their stiff, like whatever bars yada 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 posted with the display model. And I think I took down a lemon bar recipe. Where's that at? Who knows? Enter Linda
2: next year in the in the in the greased pig wrestling contest.
1: Well, it all depends on uh,
2: how old Linda. They just named the whole thing after Linda Skeens. The, the Linda
1: Skeens the, Baking Competition, the
2: eighty fifth annual.
1: Running of the skeins. <laughs> People! Relax!
0: What a complete waste.
1: We are killing it online. Have you guys
2: checked the comments?
0: Of cyberspace. <laughs>
2: Smoke that skin wagon says, You guys are killing
0: it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast.
1: We're internet sensations.
0: Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO. All right,
1: you wanted to talk about the mailbox lasagna thing.
0: Oh. I saw the weather, man.
1: Yeah, right totally. Um. PC uh, 2 WT VC Chattanooga uh, The weatherman Brian Smith uh, Talked about mailbox lasagna Yeah
2: I thought that was one of those uh, Wacky sex acts That we hear
0: about I gave
1: and your mom the mailbox lasagna <laughs> right, right Little bitch liked it uh, Anywho Um so, here, we're just, let's do it, and then we'll talk about it.
2: All right, so we all know it's going to be hot. It's going to be hazy. It's going to be humid. How about making some mailbox lasagna? So here's what you need to do. First and foremost, use fully cooked meat. Don't rely on the mailbox to do that for you. Assemble all the lasagna pieces noodles and cheese in a 5-inch by 10-inch dish. Place it in your mailbox by 10 o'clock this morning. Let it cook for about 4 to 8 hours. And then when you come home, grab your mail and
1: dinner, and it should be ready to go. 4 to 8 is a big swing. Ooh. You, you'll
2: end up with uh, the electric bill in your lasagna put it in your mailbox. Maybe uh, some junk mail from Fleet Farm.
1: Right. You got to tell your mail person <laughs> you're making mailbox. How big is your mailbox?
2: Lasagna in progress. Well, it's got to be a metal mailbox, clearly. Yeah. And I mean. We have lasagna about two o'clock every day when a mailman gets there.
1: Putting it in a bread pan because otherwise you need to have a pretty wide mailbox.
2: Well I would rather have lasagna cooked in a mailbox than an egg cooked on a hot stone you yeah know, like they throw eggs down on a foot co- <laughs> of a car
1: uh yeah and what's the other thing oh the chocolate chip cookies in the car
2: hmm yeah I'll put them on the engine block or whatever or no you you in cook the uh you cook chicken in there or fish put it in a ten foot boat
1: yeah <laughs> oh man. Weird stuff. Best lasagna, Gino's Italian Deli. What up, Gina?
2: I think I agree with you on
1: that. Mm -hmm.
2: I think I agree with you.
1: Legendary. Where will
2: I get the potato salad? Will that come UPS? How do I get the potato salad to go with my lasagna? You have
1: potato salad with your lasagna? Maybe some
2: coleslaw.
1: You have coleslaw with your lasagna. Why wouldn't you? Usually, do you have like a side salad?
2: I would have coleslaw with anything that is salady. Why would you
1: not have coleslaw with a meat
2: with a meat product? There's some some hamburger in there, whatever.
1: I think a coleslaw. Coleslaw is usually like with a burger or a brat, or it's like cooking. Oh, stuff. I think that'd be fine. Fish fry.
2: I think a lasagna and some tater tots and coleslaw would be just dandy.
1: Jesus, tater tots. Yeah. What in the hell? You're
2: you're a, you're, you're a,
1: not menu planner. You're, no, me, you're you're ever. like
2: Linda Skeens. You're a traditionalist,
1: dude. <laughs> you need vegetables to go with that lasagna, bruh. Hey, hater uh, ties ain't no vegetables. I
2: got some chili cooking out on the uh,
1: out on the uh,
2: engine block. What
1: do you eat. put with chili? Probably something stupid too.
2: Um, uh, <laughs> with chili, anything.
1: Uh, you know you're supposed to put cinnamon rolls with them, right?
2: Cinnamon rolls and chili sounds good. Yeah, breadsticks, coleslaw. Uh, you
1: just put coleslaw. You're in a coleslaw mode, aren't
2: you? Well, no, I just I love coleslaw and with anything. Why? Why do you uh, pigeonhole coleslaw? I'm just curious. I mean, clearly I like it more than you do. But we have uh, we have two tubs of cottage cheese and a big tub of coleslaw right now. I had some uh, prem meats potato salad, homemade style, on Friday. Ate the whole jug. Yeah, that'll
1: happen. <laughs> <laughs> that'll
2: happen, God dude. Damn it, dude. How <laughs> many calories are in a jug of prime meats
1: potato you salad? Don't wanna <laughs> you don't want to know. You don't want to know. Woo! Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Something about that stuff.
2: Mailbox lasagna. Classic.
1: What do you say? Five by ten? So, yeah, what is that? That's a bread pan, right?
2: Should it be like a, a car getting hot? I guess you can. Because it would intensify like a, the, we get hotter quicker in a mailbox, I guess.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, what does it give up to in there? 220? It's just the slow and low bake. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what I did over the weekend. Hello.
2: Bada boom. Shout out to Snoop Dogg.
1: Big fan. Hello.
2: Hello. Shout out to Dr. Dre.
1: Yeah. Let's get high. I don't think Dre smokes weed anymore. It's just Kinda, the f- you know? First rapper guy I thought of. Right. Um, so there, I did mailbox lasagna. So uh, something I'll never do <laughs> Today is, uh, Sunglasses Day. Oh. Today
0: is National Sunglasses Day. Only dipwads like Jack Nicholson and the entire rap community wear sunglasses inside. Mm-hmm.
1: Sunglasses National Sunglasses Day. I have just started wearing
0: women's sunglasses. <laughs> I'll
1: wear my sunglasses and go get
0: yourself some cheap sunglasses. Either put on these glasses oh, yeah. or start
1: eating that trash Sunglasses, I'm baby. In my Where'd you get those glasses? I gotta wear shades My
0: sunglasses make me look
2: oh so good And we're wearing sunglasses Sweet
1: Yeah, now that line about wearing women's sunglasses makes me laugh Because I know Greg wore Sharon sunglasses all the time Mm-hmm Super adorable. Not the
2: only thing you wore, you know what I'm saying?
1: No, mm. I don't.
2: Remember uh, when we had uh, Sharon's uh, panties uh, Thursday?
1: Talk Apparently, of... I repressed it.
2: Talk about meatloaf lasagna. Whoa. Meatloaf lasagna. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> mailbox lasagna. Man, i I uh I will eat anything clearly. <laughs> Meatloaf lasagna, meatloaf lasagna. I so guess. So what
1: would that be? Would it just be like lasagna noodles cooked inside a meatloaf? Yes,
2: like a turducken. It'd be the same concept. Don't... That sounds like a lot of work.
1: Yeah, we still haven't got the nug loaf, dude.
2: True, true dat.
1: Uh, yeah, I I try to not pay for sunglasses.
2: Um, uh, yeah, I uh the guys from Bell's uh, Brewing last week brought some sunglasses. Did you get a pair?
1: I think so. They're
2: really good. They got a good tint to them. Really good color. And
1: uh, Right now I have Ale Asylum, Vintage, Bells, Tito's, and there's one more beard. Those are all the sunglasses I have. And then the free ones I found on the ground at the Milwaukee Bucks game.
2: Oh. And
1: those are legit. There you go. Those are awesome. So, uh, yeah, I didn't can't imagine. I know there's some people. I have had Ray-Bans, but I did not buy them. I found them in the resistance vehicle, and I took them Um, because they were there for over a year. And that's when you leave something in a station vehicle for over a year, I get to take it. That's just a rule. So I can't imagine, though, actually spending that real Ray-Ban money. Well, they, because well,
2: sure. The the bells look like the wayfarers. So yeah. you, it's a, like a copy for free. And they're, they're actually, I, they seem kind of scratch proof.
1: Sure. But I would lose them. Yeah. That's why I try to not buy sunglasses. Yeah. Because I, I'm for
2: sure. i more of an aviator guy if I have a choice. Walmart, like you can aviators. get a pair for 20 bucks and they'll last eh, a month before the, the, the tint, the, the color starts coming off.
1: Yeah, I haven't had aviators in a while. They
2: don't last too long. I have a pair of Ray Ban uh, aviators I got for my birthday. They're pretty cool. I I don't wear them a lot because they're they're too nice. Yeah. So I just I when I put on my leather driving gloves and I take a road trip, I put on the Ray Bans.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right then. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I,
2: just... well, I have I uh,
1: my my
2: rule for hard and fast purchase single about twenty bucks. How about you? Free or about twenty bucks.
1: I would never spend twenty dollars on them. I don't like
2: spending twenty dollars on them.
1: Yeah, no, because I like I said I lose and I break stuff. It's just a thing I know about me. You
2: need to, you know, you need to hold out for a Ray Ban recall, like, uh, and then you can jump on I a class, class action lawsuit.
1: I gave up on that, dude. Come on now.
2: I'll let you borrow my Ray Ban. The
0: Bye. JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe.